Tim C. Taylor, and I am an author. I'm now about to start work on my 20th published novel, and I write science fiction, space opera, and military science fiction. My probably most successful uh, series I've written is The Human Legion. This is a continuing episode of the Tim C. Taylor series. If you want to catch the first episode, go to the show archive and look for episode 114. Why are you cut out for this work? Well, I think for me, I can only really speak for myself personally, but I I think uh, my background does work quite nicely. I had 20 years working in the software industry. I was a coder to start with, and then I I managed teams, all the disciplines. I ran project managers, did an agile rollout, and a lot of that involved writing. That's one thing. Writing could be how to do estimations for our business planning, for our software projects we may or may not do. Or it could be explaining to the project managers how to plug their Excel spreadsheets into a system I implemented called Team Foundation Server, which is a sort of big collective for uh, software artifacts, shall we say, and projects. And I had to communicate to people who had different perspectives and different wants and different backgrounds. And I think that's part of preparation for what I do now, I guess, in that it's not just that I wrote a lot and had to express things that are often quite complex, but in simple ways, is I needed to understand where my audience was coming from and adapt the message to those people. Now, that was really a message. Now I'm truly trying to convey a story, but I think that's that has proved very useful that I I try and understand who my audience is and I listen to them. And to a large part, I think I I have similar background and tastes to my my audience so i can adapt what i write to what works for them because it works for me as well and you know it's not the only way of doing things but i think one of the things you see is the last decade is, is a, an increase in people who write successful science fiction who weren't always intending to be writers or not at least not professional writers they've had careers elsewhere uh, and careers that involve dealing with people and then they've taken that and come into writing science fiction and thinking about, well, I understand about people now, so I can extrapolate and talk about how people will be in this space opera environment, or what doesn't have to be space opera, but, you know, you understand people. Whereas I think, personally, uh, you know, I don't like to be prescriptive in the way that people should go about, about writing, but I do worry about people who who come to me and say, I want to be a writer, I want a career as a writer, and they're still at college, and they think, well, I, I need to have an English degree, and I need to get an MFA. And I think, well, yeah, some people do succeed in that, but I, I think probably going off and engaging with people and doing stuff outside of the academic side of things probably gives you a, a wider perspective in most people's cases, certainly my case, that I can then bring through into writing but also, when I started writing books, I found that writing software projects and writing books was very similar. In fact, it's interesting people from a software background coming into a writing background have put in 
terminology has become very common things like writing sprints so uh, I will do things it doesn't mean quite what I was talking about when I was um, <laughs> writing coding sprints but w- what they mean is we've got a, a small amount of uh, we want to progress what I'm doing to this next point and I'm just going to work on this this thing in a short enclosed space of time and I'm just going to move to there and then I'm going to see where I am at that point often it just means we're going to write really 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 quickly all together and then and try and uh, encourage each other to have the the, the largest word count that's what it tends to come down to but not always but it's interesting that the software terminology comes through into into writing books How do you get feedback from your readership? I have uh, uh, recon teams, as I call them, or alpha teams and, and beta teams. So I get feedback that way. I get reviews, obviously. That's quite a sometimes difficult way to get, get get feedback. And not so much editors these days. I do use editors just to try and make the, the words work better and sometimes the structure work better and certainly proofreading. But to be honest, I, th- I think you get better feedback from people who are enthusiastic readers than you do from people who are are editors except for technical things about structure but if you're if you've nailed a structure and i mean as i say i'm about to work my 20th it will be my 20th published novel uh, and i don't like to think that i've i've learned it all but i i do know enough basics that i shouldn't really have structural problems at this this stage so yeah it's it's there's people and listen to what they they say although sometimes you you need to i think believe in yourself and believe in your your idea and push it uh, even if some people will, will challenge it because most people don't actually give you feedback most people the only feedback you get is they buy the next book in the series which is obviously a very important metric to be to be uh, following uh, so it, it is it is difficult that you can be tempted to listen to the people who are the noisiest and it can sometimes be the people that you've offended because you aren't saying things that fits into their preconceived narrative. So I have occasionally got a little bit beaten up in the culture wars from all sides because I haven't been saying the right narrative. And so well, I mean, people will just decide I'm on the wrong team, whatever that might happen to mean. So I just have to try and ignore that as best I can. So feedback's feedback, and some of it's helpful, some of it's not, and uh, it's. It, I think it, that that's the experience of the writers to figure out well what what's going to be the right feedback to listen to care, very carefully versus what feedback is. Uh, you know, maybe that reader isn't my reader, or maybe maybe that person didn't understand, or or and but maybe five other people did. Uh, that that's always the, the the trick with any kind of uh, whether it's writing or product ownership type endeavor. Yeah, I, I think the uh, the the key is if somebody's really talking about themselves rather about about you uh, or your 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 work, then I think that's the giveaway that maybe I'm not going to listen to them. Oh wow, good tip. <laughs> So what are you working on now? Well, I'm actually on a tiny bit of downtime when I can I can get my website back up to, to speed and, and so on. And I'm about to start work in a few days, working on a book. It will be called, at the moment, One Minute to Midnight. I've been writing little miniature series of novels in the Four Horsemen universe. So this one will be co-written with Chris Kennedy. So Chris Kennedy, that's going to be interesting. So he's the publisher. 
but wow. he, he writes some of it as well. So he he's a co-creator of the series with a, another author called Mark Wandry. So uh, I've got to get this right um, because he's the boss. Um, so. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. And I did do some co-writing a few years ago, and it didn't really work out very well in the end. I got very excited, and it was all going to be scrum for authors, and I know how to do this with software, so I'm going to be good at running this for authors. But if I remember rightly, there's an old saying about making a bacon and eggs breakfast, that the uh, the pig is committed and the uh, the hen is only involved. <laughs> right. Well, I think that, right, right, that was right. a problem. I was a committed one. But uh, that's the difference. With, with Chris Kennedy, we're both going to be committed. So uh, we will definitely make it work. And he's got a lot of very successful experience co-writing. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that progresses and make that really work successfully. But I'm sure it will. I mean, he's, he's really good. And I got on very well. Currently, my most recent novel published is Endless Night in the Four Horsemen universe. I can be found on humanlegion.com, and anybody who wants to go to humanlegion.com can find a form to sign up to to join the Legion, where they can read introductory stories of all my series. However you found Sci-Fi Thoughts, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation services, if you've enjoyed the show, go ahead and do us a favor. Go to wherever you get this podcast and leave us a review, even clicking a few stars. And this will help out the show in many ways. This is the last episode of the Tim C. Taylor series. The first episode started at 114. If you want to get the whole series collection, go to your favorite web browser and type in Lancer Sci-Fi Thoughts. Tim C. Taylor. And of course, if you want to learn more about Tim and contact him on Twitter, his contact information is in the show notes. If you've already subscribed to Sci-Fi Thoughts, the show notes show up right in your podcast player. So you can just tap, tap, tap there right now. Otherwise, if you downloaded it from a website, go back to the website and you'll see the notes there. 